Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, Season 2, Episode Number 4. I'm your host, Heather, and today we are talking about thinking time. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Podcast, where you'll find the tools to level up your business, your mindset, and your life. Please fasten your seatbelt. So one of my favorite books and one of the books that is probably the most quoted in all of my other favorite books <laughs> was written a very long time ago by a man named Napoleon Hill and it is called Think and Grow Rich. That title was not by accident. When Napoleon Hill was was sent out to do his billion years of research and talk to all of the successful people of his day, what he found was that the most common things that led to wealth was the amount and quality of the thoughts the people themselves had. From there, he found all these other habits and all other, you know, forms of, of discipline and scheduling, and there's all kinds of stuff built into it. But what it really comes down to is if you think you can grow rich. And it made me kind of stop. There was another book that was referencing Thinking Grow Rich, and it made me stop because it said, how often do you think? So if it's think and grow rich, and we don't spend any time on our thinking because we're spending so much time doing We find ourselves in these ruts that we've literally created for ourselves. We set them up and we've had them become the be all and end all in our worlds. So then I started looking in other places going, well, are other people realizing this? Are other people realizing that our go, 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 6 a.m. checking emails to 11 p.m. checking emails, never stopping, never thinking, never, it's always about the next level of accomplishment. Has anybody else noticed this? And turns out they have. So there are now so many businesses, workshops, um, thinkers and writers and speakers and doers on thinking. It's now become almost mainstream. And yet everybody that I talk to on a regular basis about how do you get more accomplished, they have not set aside thinking time, dreaming time, anything like that. If their time is set aside, is set on planning and it's set on structured planning and it's really sort of in this little box because just thinking can't possibly be enough. Then a few years ago, I was at a large, a large conference and one of the speakers, she's absolutely fantastic. Her business is called White Space for Business. And the point of the white space is the pause. Every time we're doing this go, 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 run, run, go, 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 run, run, every single moment of every single day is scheduled. And then we watch Netflix and collapse. Your brain has to switch so many times between tasks that you're not as productive as you thought you were. Now, that goes back to interruptions as well. But even within the interruptions, there's still no time just spent thinking. So I started thinking, well, how am I going to, first of all, improve our business and 
you know, make it bigger so we can hire a couple more people so there can be a couple more shit jobs I don't have to do. And do all of these things. Make all of this happen if I'm not the one with the nose to the grindstone happening it. And I realized, well, I spend an awful lot of time probably not in an optimized way because I really haven't woken up and thought about my day. I've woken up and kind of blindly followed my schedule. But every day is a little bit different. So I spend time in the evening setting my schedule. I spend time in the morning revising my schedule. And then I spend the day trying to keep up with my schedule. And at no point was I really taking time to think. Or if I was, I was kind of trying to force it on myself. This is my one hour to think, so sit down and think because this is my one hour a month of thinking. That's not enough. It truly isn't. If you're looking to make any, any significant change in your life, it doesn't matter if it's a new diet, if it's a new schedule, if it's a new job, if it's balancing, well, homeschooling and working from home suddenly, everybody ends up feeling this level of overwhelm. And simplifying your life can only go so far when life really is that complicated. So what I have found by my own experiments and reading a ton of books on thinking, which is different from meditation. So it's going to sound like I spend a lot of my day not doing anything, and I don't, I promise. Uh, But I do spend thinking time and meditation time separately in the run of my day. And because I have the same number of hours in the day as you do, I tend to sometimes, because it's not really multitasking, it's more combining. Um, I will, on my, my, on a drive, I usually drive in silence. During that time, I'm giving my brain a pause. It's almost like meditation, except I'm driving so my eyes are open and I'm actually, you know, paying attention to what I'm doing, but I'm very mindfully just paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm just driving. So that gives my brain that break. Then when I get where I'm going, I usually try to be about 10 minutes early. I will spend that 10 minutes not getting out of the car and waiting in a waiting room and making small talk and all of those things. I will spend those 10 minutes in my car I don't open my phone. I don't check my email because I check my email at certain specific times of day. I will sit and think. The thinking time, it, it varies depending on what I need. Sometimes I'll get to an appointment or even running errands, I get back in the car or I get to the next place and I sit there. Often I'll even do it in my driveway after I drive home. Very often when I drive home, it takes me about 10 minutes to get out of the car, which seems a little bit crazy, but it works for me. And it'll probably end up working for you too, because it'll give you two to three times a day to spend time thinking. So often in the morning, my thinking time is in my early morning routine. I will look at everything I have to do on my list and my brain, when it's given space after it's reviewed it, and I will just sit and just, I stare out my bedroom window, which has a beautiful view of trees all seasons. It's still, it's quite lovely as I can watch the trees grow and develop. And I will just sit and spend about 10, maybe 15 minutes letting my brain think. On its own, my brain has 
now prioritized my tasks, figured out how I'm going to fit everything into the run of the day in a better way than when I'm trying to force it and do it consciously. I just let my brain go. Sometimes I will be laying there and I realize I'm supposed to create a whole bunch of content today. Today is a content production day and I'm not feeling it. Uh Uh-oh. So I will lay there, stare out my bedroom window, watch the sunrise, because yeah, it's pretty early when I'm doing this, and ideas come to me, because I've trained myself for ideas to come to me in the silence. Ideas come to me in the shower, ideas come to me when I'm washing dishes, ideas come to me all the time, but if they haven't been recently, because my brain's just been too full, which does happen, it's happened a lot more during the pandemic than ever in my life, What sometimes what I need is to take 10 to 15 minutes of thinking time. And sometimes that's just a brain break and sometimes no thoughts come to me, but I've still had a chance to relax my face, relax my shoulders and given my brain room, space to just come up with things, make connections that I'm not forcing on it and just have those things happen. The next time I use thinking time is in between tasks. Right now, um, very obviously, I'm recording a podcast. When I'm done recording this podcast, the next thing on my list actually has nothing to do with either thinking time or podcasting. It's when I'm going to have to transition into the next thing. This is the third podcast that I have done in a row in the last hour. And so every single podcast that I've done, I've just kind of rolled into the next one. My scripts are ready. My plans are ready. I've just done podcast, podcast, podcast. Now I'm going to have to change gears entirely and go into my next set of tasks. I am not going to try to do that immediately. I'm actually going to sit, let my brain digest the podcasts that I've just completed, and then open up my brain into the next few tasks that I have on my list, specifically the very next one. And I'm going to let my brain have about five minutes of thinking about the next thing I'm going to do consciously thinking about the next thing I'm going to do. And then I will ease into it and going into it with a sense of ease, having already spent three to five minutes thinking about it makes me a hundred times more productive. I don't have actual statistics on that, but I honestly get through those things way faster than if I spend the first five minutes freaking out because my brain isn't there and I don't know what to do and everything else and then I give up. That three to five minutes, you're going to pretty much waste anyway because your brain takes that long to switch gears. So giving yourself that break lowers your cortisol levels, lets you focus, gives you some clarity, lets you close one door and open another one. And you're using your time effectively. The same thing works when you have a work interruption. If you are working and somebody comes to your office, your cubicle, your desk, an email pops up, something happens that kind of throws you off your game. Take three minutes, three to five minutes. Your brain needs that time anyway. And when you try to force yourself back into focus, it doesn't work. And then you get frustrated and then you feel bad about yourself. And then all of these other things sort of start bubbling up. Give yourself three to five minutes 
to readjust, refocus, read back through the last thing you did and get yourself back in the zone. Don't force it. Again, you're not taking extra time out of your day. You're actually optimizing your day because you're not going to take five minutes of frustration, five minutes of berating yourself, and five minutes of what the heck was I even doing and is this even important? And now you're at 15 minutes and then five minutes to actually get into working again. That's why we lose 15 minutes at every interruption. It's not the interruption itself. It's the transition. It's the switching gears that our brain has to do. Allow your brain a little bit of time to switch gears and you will find it slides very easily. Try to force it and you are you forcing you. And how easy is it to force yourself to do things? It's pretty darn difficult. And it's really not fun. The next time that I do specific thinking time, for me, I do what's called strategic blocks. I have buffer blocks throughout the day where I do emails, invoicing, social media updates, stuff like that. It's scheduled time so that I'm not doing it while I'm supposed to be doing other things. I have work blocks that are three-hour blocks that I set up in 45-minute increments in such a way that I will get production done, content done, um, design work, whatever it is, a client-based work or our own um, business development work done. And then I have strategic blocks where... I'm working on big picture stuff that's going to move us forward in the future. Right now, I have those big picture things almost ready to go. And then I'll be moving on to the next big picture thing. My strategic blocks are really important because they are the time that I'm working on my business, not in my business. I'm not doing tasks. I'm either dreaming about new products, dreaming up new ways, brainstorming ways to do things, brainstorming business development ideas, brainstorming podcasting ideas and content development ideas, brainstorming things are going to move me closer to my goal. And I will do that on Wednesday mornings and Friday afternoons. Those are my strategic times that I will set aside in the, on Wednesdays, two hours And on Fridays, it can be as little as 45 minutes, but it gets done to do those big dreaming project times. For those of you who are telling me you do not have time to do that, and that would be great if you could take two hours on a Wednesday and do it. Almost everyone I've spoken to, with the exception of those whose jobs are simply task-based, they are um, entering data, they are stocking shelves, they are packing boxes. They are doing the people who are not necessarily in charge of their own time because they're employees. Often they aren't given the chance to do this. So if you're an employer, imagine how much better your job will be. Imagine how much better your business will be if you're getting ideas from everyone. So incorporating an hour of it's okay, just sit back and think time into the week, even for your employees, will actually generate really functional ideas. They will feel more engaged. So it takes care of your employee engagement part. It takes care of you having to come up with all of the brilliance to drive your production. It's a good idea to incorporate it for everyone on your team, especially those you see who are struggling. Instead of giving them coaching or along with giving them coaching, also give them time to think. 
Thinking time is something we take entirely for granted, and most of us will go through the run of an entire work week and not actually have thought about anything. We have taken actions, we have taken decisions, we have we've made decisions in English. Uh, we have made, we have done, we have checked off our to-do lists. We need to schedule time to think. Otherwise it doesn't happen and the day will run us. That's why early morning is one of the very best times. Whether early morning to you is 5.45, 5.30, 6 o'clock, 7, 8, 9, whatever time it is. Before the world enters your world... Keep your internal world a little bit private and give yourself some time to think. You will be better off for yourself. You will be better off within your business and your employees will be better employees if you give them the chance as well. Up next, we are going to be talking about a book that I just finished that kind of shook me right to my core and it's called The One Thing. We all know that I hate multitasking. I am big on unitasking. And the one thing, who boy, does it ever get down to the brass tacks of unitasking. If you like what you heard, please let us know. We live on validation. Hit subscribe, leave us a review. And if you want to get in touch with us to see how we can help you, even if it's just, well, how do I fit thinking time into my day? You can find us at hala.agency, that's H-A-L-A dot agency, and online everywhere as Hala Connected. Until next time, kick ass and live on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Now put down your phone and start kicking ass.